Hey guys, it's Cammy and it's Amanda and we're basically basic. Today we are recording live. Well, we're just going to call this Live at the Lake because Live at the Lake. I love that. We are here for Cammy's 30th birthday. Her Woo-hoo! sweet husband Stephen decided to surprise her with all of her friends. Well, minus a couple that couldn't be here, but a yeah, lot they're of not here. You're not my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you're not here. Just kidding. You don't belong. Um, and you so, don't belong. <laughs> just you're kidding. not in. Sorry. <laughs> so we're at the lake house for the weekend, and we just thought, why don't we just set up shop and record an episode? So we're so excited. We have the best background. It's like fall it's on so the lake. Fall. And I really was so surprised. So not only were my Texas friends, but here, but Stephen flew out two of my favorite people from Nashville, Becca and Brayden, and completely surprised me. Well, actually surprised me, but also, y'all, I had two dreams about they them were coming. coming. Which who's surprised? And Stephen was so annoyed. He was like, Holy Spirit, why are you ruining my surprise? Because yes. I like would wake up from the dream and be like, Babe, I had this dream Becca and Braden were here. And he's like, that's weird. And probably weird inside, he's like, what the heck, God? Like, that's weird and not happening. That's weird and that would never happen. So, but they're here. And yes, we're looking at this beautiful lake right now. It's super windy in fall. And if you look at my Insta story, I'll actually, I'll probably post a picture of it. But yes. he had a cake made for me. Y'all, my friend Jessica Colvin. Shout out. I'll put her in the notes. Yes. So follow, you can follow her. But she's an incredible baker and like, She's one of those people that if you send her any picture or give her any idea of a cake from Pinterest, like, she'll not only do it, but do it better. She'll, like, knock it out of the park. So, Stephen, all he told her, apparently, was one, I love, like, almond and funfetti cake. So, she did an almond funfetti cake. yeah. And that I, he wanted, like, a sushi cake. And so, it's literally a picture of, not a picture, it's a fondant sushi, my dog, around real sushi. To, and then... The kicker was sushi has her favorite toy is this little avocado. And so <laughs> next to her was a little avocado and toy. And it looks like a little looks mini. just like it's it. It's so perfect. I can't. We were He sent it to us in a group and we we're like, is this real? Yeah, she's the best. So if you ever, if you live in DFW and have any cake needs, cookie needs. Shout out. We'll shout literally, out Jessica. We'll make like an Instagram story for her because yeah. everyone needs to know. And well, I don't, I don't get it because I can barely like make macaroni no. and cheese. So I'm like, <laughs> how in the world is there a dog that looks just like my dog that you made out of food? No, it literally makes no sense. I'm like flabbergasted by it. So, Cammy, for your 30th birthday, I reached out to a couple of your friends and had them send me the best qualities of you that they love. So I'm just going to take a minute on what I like to call... Let's compliment Cammy. Compliment Cammy. <laughs> wow. If you guys could see me right now, my jaw is dropped and my eyes are like all heart eyes right now. This so, is so sweet. <clears throat> I'm just going to read a couple of them. And from all of our listeners to you and from all of your friends to you, these are just some things, qualities that we see in you. And I just want the world to know. Thanks, so I'm going to read it out loud. Okay. So the first thing that one of your friends had to say is that you are real in capital letters, R-E-A-L. This word completely encapsula- encapsulates. Wow. Encap- you know what? We all know that I'm not the words gal. <laughs> this, so. word, this word completely festers you. <laughs> this word festers me. Encap- encapsulates. encapsulates. You know what? I love that they said real because I feel like in the past I've had the struggle of people thinking I'm fake because I'm so joyful. And oh. I've had people be like, oh, I thought you were a fake. But then I realized you weren't. And I'm like, yep. no, I really am this joyful. But you're like, nope. I love that they said I was they real. real. That, that really means a lot to me. So this, so this word encapsulates encapsulates Cammy. I'm gonna mm-hmm. listen to this and be like why did I keep trying it's okay keep know. going move, move on move on <laughs> she is vulnerable in the tough times and has exemplified what it looks like to believe in God's goodness even when circumstances tell otherwise her realness allows others to be completely who they are no matter where they are in their season of life so sweet this is so nice 
Another thing, Cami, I love how we have the same sense of humor. Watching Bachelor with you is my favorite, and I love when we just look at each other and laugh because only you and I will understand the joke. Two words for you, Colby Calais. Yes! <laughs> so, a couple words are unconditional, sacrificial, kind, welcoming, and these little three things. I'm going to see if you can guess who these are okay. from. So, one, her angel voice when she sings and worships to God. Two, the way she brightens the room whenever she walks in, that everyone's mood is immediately better. Three, how she still uses her hands to distinguish left and right. Steven. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I really, I have a form of dyslexia, okay? I really do. I cannot tell my left and my right, and it's a problem. Oh, oh and he loves gosh. my angel voice. And he loves your angel voice. You know what I remember? He said that in, I think, his wedding vows. Or he said yeah, it, he like, he said it somewhere in y'all's wedding. I yeah. remember. It's, it's crazy because I do, I feel like there's a voice that I, like, sing in, like, normally when I'm, like, performing, but when mm-hmm. I really, like, am fully taken over by the presence, there's, like, this it's purity in the tone of my voice, yes. and Stephen calls out my angel voice, and That's sometimes so confession is me so embarrassed I'm saying this, but so every once in a while, he'll be like, can you sing me to sleep, and I'll sing him a song, and he says it's in my angel voice, and it, like, it, like he just says there's nothing That's like so sweet. I know. I love that. Sweet husband. Okay, so a few more. She always, and I mean always, capital letters, has a smile on her face. She has never met a stranger. Seriously, she makes everyone feel seen, known, and like they're her best friend within minutes of meeting her. She is the epitome of a worshiper of Jesus, both on stage when she's singing in worship and offstage in everyday life. She shifts atmospheres because she carries the presence of God everywhere she goes. That is so kind. It's so kind. I know. So Who was that? That was Morgan. I, yeah. I, I know. So. Morgan, so sweet. man. That's the sweetest. Sweet Morgan. Guys, wow. So... These are just, um, to wrap that up, these are just words, just one one words to describe you in a nutshell. Worshipper, extraordinary, genuine, loyal, fierce, kind, compassionate, loving friend, confident, and confidant? Confidant. Not confidant? Com- confidant. That's like- I can confident. be both. You're both. You're confident and confident, you're confidant. Confident, confidant. <laughs> you're a confident confidant. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Say that 50 times. You're a confident confidant. Confident. Actually. Okay. And the last word, which I love, because this was- unplanned for me to read these like in this order but the last one to wrap everything up is wise and that was a word that we spoke last night when we were so last night we had dinner at the lake and we just sat around the table and we all went around and said things that we loved and admired about cami and i feel like a word that kind of was umbrellaed over the whole thing was wisdom yeah which was really cool because you know here we are making this like funny podcast like basically basic but i feel like as I step into a new decade, mm-hmm. being my 30s, I I receive that. Because yes. I feel like wisdom is something that you want. And like as an adulthood, mm-hmm. as an adulthood, as an as adult, an adult you're, entering into adulthood. I'm rubbing off on you. you know, thanks, Amanda. <laughs> but I, yeah, I hope to be wise. And I hope that my wisdom comes from like listening to the voice of God yeah. and like hearing what he says and then just passing it along. Yes. But yeah, last night was so special, y'all. We have a, a funny thing that we say in our friend group. But if you've ever read the Five Love Languages book yes. by Gary Chapman, so good. There's, you know, all different types of love languages. There's uh, physical touch, mm-hmm. quality time. Words of aff. Words of affirmation. Gifts, like gifts actual of, gifts. Yes, and, and then gifts service. of service. Yeah. So mine is definitely words of affirmation. Like, mm. and it's just, because I love to give words of affirmation yes. to you. Like, I'm yeah, an encourager. Yeah. So when people stop and, like, say this mm-hmm. to me. So two things that's cool. One, last night y'all went around and, like, made me cry. Yeah, I really did. Handle. And Cammie doesn't really cry easily. I'm not really a crier, surprisingly. No. But, like, 
it was too much. Like, yeah, y'all are so really kind. Sweet. But it was then, so sweet. the fact that you're doing this right now, Amanda, is so sweet because I can always go back and listen to this. Yes, I love That's that. That's so kind. But so, anyways, in our friend group, one thing that we say is like, when you're, whatever your love language is, yes. when you're receiving that, we talk about how your love tank is getting filled up. Yes. And so, our friend Ben, every time, like, so Stevens is quality time. So, when like we are like, hey guys, we can't hang out tonight, we're gonna have a date night, Ben will be like, ooh, Stevens love tank, bloop, bloop, bloop. And he makes it sound like it's getting filled up. He's like, bloop, bloop, bloop. So, last night, I was. Bloop, bloop, blooping. Every time. Like, I was blooping. I'm blooping hard. Yeah. I'm blooping right now. It's so good. I love it. So I good. love it. So, guys, anyways, we're – man, I'm just thankful. I'm super thankful for this new season that I'm walking to. I feel like thir- – we talked about this in one of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, the trouble of the 20s. And feeling like you have to hustle and, like, yeah. it is your hustle. And I feel like one thing you said last night that you're excited about, too, is that you can just – really be in your 30s and just like be in who God's made you to be and you can like rest in that and know that if there's change or like if he calls you to something that you didn't expect that it's not that it's maybe easier to say yes but you just have learned from your Mm -hmm. 20s that it's always going to be good I think there's something about having a history with God Mm -hmm. and it's like to be honest like before I mean I didn't become a believer until I was like 13 ish well maybe old 14 Mm -hmm. so now I have, like, way more time just walking with him to, like, mm-hmm. experience his faithfulness. And I just know him in a way of, like, okay, yeah, he's not always going to do things the way that I want. Mm-hmm. But I have a history with him to look back and be like, yeah, but look how he's always made it good. To prove that he's never Yeah, and me. so I think your 20s is, like, this up and down roller coaster. It's this fight of, like, are you really going to be as good as you say you are? Like, things don't typically go the way you planned, but then you have to watch him redeem, redeem it. And I feel like walking into my 30s, I do have this confidence of I just trust him. Yeah, you know, and it's so like. Good. Definitely life doesn't look exactly like I thought. I for mm-hmm. sure thought at 30 it would be different than it is right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what I pictured, but I just – I've had a lot more adventure in my 20s than mm-hmm. I think I would have thought. Totally. If that makes sense. Yes. We've moved a ton. We've traveled a lot. Like, yep. things just look different, but yeah. it's, like, way better than I yeah, ever thought. Yeah, better I, than the story you could have written. Oh, totally. And I feel like 30s will probably be more of, like, a settling time because mm. 20s was a lot of, like, Advent- it, adventure. It was a lot of adventure. I would yeah. say. But I think – 30s will be a little bit more of taking root and I'm just but I'm actually really thankful because I feel like we're at a place right now with our friends and our mm-hmm. church and our city where like this is where I want to take root mm-hmm. and so it's cool that like God took us through this like mountain valley mm-hmm. situation to bring us here to root us and again Jesus was 30 mm-hmm. I will write that I should write that on my you wall you should write it on your wall and something else we did last night is I brought these little white like Sugar pumpkins, I think they're called. I haven't looked at them yet. Mini ones, I don't know. I think they're called. Sugar. I like that. I feel they're like cute. your husband is the one that told me that. He he has like weird like names for things that I'm like, is that real or did you just say that? Steven, I blame you, doctor. Little like, sugar you don't pumpkins. Know. <laughs> I know because he's a doctor. Everyone's like, oh, I just Steven believe said everything it. he said. I'm like, he doesn't. That doesn't mean he's a doctor in pumpkins. Okay, so they're the cute little white ones that they sell at like Trader Joe's, and I brought them and had everyone write a word for you that they're just going to speak over your 30s. Oh my gosh. And I don't know if you've even read mine yet, but so my word is wholeness. And I'm just believing that your 30s are going to be everything whole that God's, like, made them to be. So, like, yes. nothing will be done halfway. It's just all going to be whole. That's, I mean, uh, yes. I totally receive yes. that. That is so good. Wow. So, okay. these are all words that we have for Cami, her friends and family who love you so much. These are all words that we have for you over your 30th year. And from all of our listeners to you, we just want to say happy birthday. Thanks, listeners. And we love you so much. And you know what the best part is? Is I'm a firm believer in the birthday month. Like, my birthday is not till like, two weeks from now. <laughs> but, like, it's okay. It's okay. I look celebrate every day. Month. Um, okay, well, before we invite our guests to come speak to us, because we do have a special guest, Amanda, what are we drinking this morning? 
we're drinking a mimosa, yeah, girly. we are, and some coffee and coffee. Like, like yeah, I'm, I'm literally switching back and forth from coffee to mimosa. This is a Saturday dream. This is best case scenario wow. right now. There's not a Starbucks. We're like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I actually looked last time I was here. There is no Starbucks to be found. Um, but it's okay because we have I have okay pumpkin have creamer in my coffee. It, you, we also had like a pumpkin spread of breakfast this morning. Like yeah, it was so sweet. Pumpkin bread, pumpkin like scones. It was great. Pumpkin butter on my butter, pumpkin bread. All the fall things. Wow. Okay, guys. So we're about to welcome in our special guest. So as I said earlier, Steven surprised me with bringing two of my favorite Nashvilleians slash besties forever for life to Texas. And I am just so honored to call these people to my best friends. And Amanda also now is, they're one of your great friends too. Because we share friends, which is great. Um, but There's an episode about that. Yeah, we go back to our friend episode. You can sit if with you us. If you want to hear about it, you can sit with us. And today we're going <laughs> to invite my friend... Rebecca Gray to come sit with us. And before we ask her some questions, I just want to share why I think she has wisdom to share. And the cool thing is, is we've been talking for a while that we wanted to have guests on our podcast, Mm -hmm. but kind of, I think the first episodes we wanted to share like who we even were. So Mm -hmm. you were like, why do we even care what these girls have to say? But really our heart behind doing a podcast was we really want to show that there are women all around the globe Mm -hmm. that are doing incredible things that maybe are on a platform or maybe are in a secret hidden place, but that are giving glory to God in the basic things. And when I think about somebody who gives glory to God in the basic things, I think about Becca. I'm like going to cry. Oh my gosh. Kimberly's not a cry, you guys. This is big. All the tears. And I'm not on my period either. So this (laughs) is real. This is real tears. But seriously, Becca is one of those people that like you walk into her home and she's she's just such a mother at heart. Like she's cooking, she's cleaning, she's singing songs with her kids, she's like dancing, she's making up fun crafts for them to do, and she's inviting women into her house and like blessing them. But you just feel this like peace and glory of praise in her house. Like she's always just singing praises to God. Like I mean, not just like in her heart, but like literally. Like she walks around just like saying hallelujah, hallelujah, and like declaring the faithfulness of the Lord in everything that she does. And when I think about someone who is faithful with the little that I know God's going to give a lot, I think of Becca because mm-hmm. she, she really takes stewardship to like the next level. Like there's not somebody I know that takes God giving her something more seriously. Like if, mm-hmm. if God's blessed her with anything, she really is like, oh my goodness, this is a gift from my heavenly father. Like I need to like steward take care well. of this and steward yeah. it well. And she takes it really seriously and mm-hmm. like just really has this beautiful reverence and awe of God. But then it's also coupled with this like deep relationship of just like a friendship with the Lord. Mm. So really, I mean, our heart behind doing basically basic, like I said earlier, was having people come on and just kind of share the wisdom and the revelation that God's given them. Because I really think one of the blessings of being in a family and a community of brothers and sisters is that we don't have to like all walk through the same thing to gain the revelation because he wants us to communicate and share. And so like, I don't have to walk through every valley that mm-hmm. Becca's walked through or mm-hmm. every mountaintop because I have her as a sister That's and I can say, Hey, for, yeah, yeah. what did you learn from this? I, I did that. It didn't go so well. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> learned this lesson. Don't do it. You know, <laughs> or Hey, this worked really well for me. Or like even to say, Hey, this is up ahead. Like I'm not yes. a mom yet. And so mm-hmm. like, I'm so blessed to have Amanda and Becca and other moms in my life to say like, Hey, when I get to that season, what's that going to look like? Like, mm-hmm. what can I learn from? And so I think something in our society that is very, um, I don't know the right word, I guess undervalued, especially with like this movement right now of like girl being boss. a girl boss and like hustle, which I totally also value. Right. I think there's this almost weird divide of like, you can't be a girl boss hustler and be a, a mom or a right. stay at home mom mm-hmm. that those are like separate. And I think that's a complete lie from the pit of hell. Yeah. I think there's not 
a girl boss that I know more mm-hmm. than someone who's like hustling for their family and like laying their life down for their family. I personally believe that moms can run the world. Oh, who like, runs the world? Moms. moms. I say this. I say this all the time because. I've never been more, like, gotten more shiz done than when I became a mom. Because like, you have to, suddenly, I'm sure. there was, like, 34 hours in my day. Like, Praise there's the not Lord. just, like, 24 anymore. I'm, like, I'm, like, I feel like before kids, I would use the time in between to, like, oh, I can just, like, fit 30 minutes of Netflix here. And now I'm, like, not, nope. Nope, can't nope. do that. But I can, like, write a novel in, yes. <laughs> in this 30 minutes. Like, something happens and it just gave me, like, an umph to, like, just do more. Yeah. I don't understand. Oh, well, and, what like, that's the thing about Becca is she was the first person in our friend group to become a mom. And I think I had believed this lie that maybe the society told me or I just believed myself, but that, like, when you become a mom, it's like your life's over. Like you're like, I'm a mom and now that's all and I am and I can't I do anything else. And I've actually watched Becca as she's become a mom. She's become like a better and deeper pastor, a better mm. and deeper worship leader, a better and deeper songwriter. Like all of her gifts have just been like highlighted even more as she's mm-hmm. stepped into motherhood. And first of all, I received that for myself when I have that season. Yes, absolutely. But second of all, I think that she does all of this with this grace but with a proud, like a proud heart of being a mama. Like she mm. never diminishes like, oh, I'm just a mom. But mm. I know that, that that was a process for her. And so that's partly what we're going to talk about today. So guys, please give us a w- round of applause. Yeah, I don't know what's a, the... Yeah, I just... They, just oh, we can't hear them. So that's <laughs> why I was always, like, what could they do? This is um, why we always think we're on a radio show. Like we have callers yeah. in and give we Give us don't. a round of applause. Call in round. right now. Yeah, so we, you are about to be basically blessed with Becca. Yes. So Becca, come on up. Hey guys. Hi, welcome. I'm still crying over what you said about me, but <laughs> hey, I'm really here and I'm so crying. No. Cammie's like the friend that never cries. I'm the friend that always cries. Like literally at a friend's wedding, I gave I a toast too. and I didn't cry and he was offended. Shout oh. out to Chris Young. He was like, I really thought you were going to cry at our rehearsal dinner, but you didn't. That's amazing. I know. Like, what's wrong? Do you love me? Do you love me? It's like, I do. I do love you. No, as we were sitting here, Amanda and I were, because we have two microphones, so I was on one, Amanda was on the other, and we were having Becca wait until it was time for her to come up, but she's literally just sitting on the floor looking at us with tears in her eyes, and I was like, and she's the most beautiful big brown eyes, so it was like puppy dog eyes at our our faces. I mean, that was like one of the kindest things to hear about yourself, too. It's like, wait, what? You feel like that about me? Like, that just seems so... We really do. This is just a big pile of love at the it lake. Really it really is. Love at the lake. <laughs> I have so many. You are really good at taglines. Guys, and you know how it's like mom boss, me. girl boss, like there is nothing that women can't do when we love each other. Mm. I am convinced of it. That's like, so true. Every time, chills. That's so good. When I feel the supernatural like love of the Lord, it is uh, it is always when women champion one another and just unconditionally love one another like no comparison no jealousy Mm -hmm. no cattiness like when women love one another we will we could conquer the world seriously amen see this is why we needed her on the podcast she's already like spitting oh yeah and first guest i'm not a coincidence yeah and this is not like the last shall be first this is like the first shall be first you know (laughs) um so becca we decided we want to start with all of our guests by asking them two questions okay first question will normally be what are you drinking from starbucks but since we know you're not drinking anything from Starbucks, because since we're in the dirt road, country. we already established that. Um, what if you could be drinking something from Starbucks? What would it be? Can I say like what? Like I have a couple different moods. Yeah, oh, go for it. Wow. I am your black coffee like like blonde roast girl wow. because as be a mom, like I don't queen. like standing to wait for my drink order, and um, if you order. A regular brew at Starbucks, they fill it up and bring it to you when you check out. And so I'll do that, splash a little cream in it, and I'm like, great to go. Wow. But 
if I have some time and I'm like in the mood, maybe like a mid-afternoon drink versus mm-hmm. like my early morning, just need the caffeine drink. Lately, I've been loving like an iced coffee with one pump of pumpkin spice. Oh, okay. You can it's in like the fall to that. Just a little, not too sweet. I don't like sweet things, like sweet no, drinks. No, yes. And That's it's really good. Yes. So really quickly, this is a complete side note, but it needs to be said. Because what's the date today? Today is the, <laughs> the third. third. Okay. So y'all, yesterday, yesterday I went into Starbucks, just minding my own business, thinking it's a normal day, thinking I'm just walking in to get my coffee. Oh no, I walked in and Christmas vomited all over me in the best possible way. <laughs> Starbucks has up their game, y'all. They have taken the Christmas spirit and they have literally just propelled it. They have it. doubled it, Lord. So they have doubled it, tripled it, Lord. Like, it was amazing. And actually, it was so funny. The guy who checked me out, his name was Mason. Hey, Mason. Hey, Mason. He was like, he literally goes, you are so happy. And I said, no, I really am. And I said, I'm always pretty happy. But today, like, this Christmas spirit right now, and I didn't level. expect this, is next level. And he was just so blessed by it. And I was blessed by it. But, okay, there's not only one Christmas cup. I think there's like four or five. Designs? They're, designs. They're so aesthetically pleasing. They're all, like, color schemes I enjoy. Count the me actual, in. like, the pa- if you get a pastry or, like, a food, they, what they give it to you in is Christmas. And gingerbread's already out. So I'm telling you this because I've been getting pumpkin spice and everything yesterday. Gingerbread. <laughs> you got gingerbread. I put, what? I got an iced coffee with two pumps of gingerbread. Ooh. It was phenomenal. If you guys get that, tag us. Tag us. I want to see. Try it, y'all. It is I want to see good. that combo. Ugh. So good. Anyways. Okay, Becca. So Second our question. next question. What is our what next question? It? Oh, <laughs> if you could, if there's one item you could not live without, what would it be? And like, God, the Bible, my <laughs> kids and my husband, those are like. They don't count. Those okay. are not items. Those I are need not like items. An, a, something those you can tangibly touch. Well, and since yeah, we know that I love, <laughs> since we know that I love yeah. coffee, that's off too, right? Or is that the best Yes. Count? This needs to be like a, um, this needs to be like something unexpected. Concealer. That is mine. Like I, if I have one makeup item that I would pick, it's concealer. And I've always loved playing with makeup, and I do makeup now. And I just like I hate that you say playing with makeup because Becca's a makeup artist. She's she's great, but but not playing. No, I'm not playing anymore. But like even when I was younger, like Mm -hmm. concealer, like I just feel like it makes me look awake. I didn't have great skin growing up, so it's just always which is I would never believe that because you have beautiful skin. Thank you. Well, Well, and Becca's somebody that. And she knows this. Every time I'm with her, I make her do my makeup at least once. Like the night I got engaged, she did my makeup mm. because she, she will. The thing that makes me so annoyed is she will use my makeup, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't get it because I have this stuff. So why can't I make it look like this? But she, she's an artist. Like it just looks Aww. so much better. Thank you. It's yeah. not the paintbrush. It's the artist. That's so true. Because oh, well, I oh. Now do you ever that, think about that? Deep. Like, we all have the same vocal cords, so why can't we all sing the do, same? Well, we do all... you want to know why I think it comes from a place of defense, actually? Like, it comes from a place of anger. Comes... Because when I would, like, photograph weddings a lot, I would have, like, uncle of the bride or, like, you know, stepdad of the bride or just, like, someone would come up to me and be like, what camera is that? I have the same thing. Like, but, like, my pictures look different. And I'm like, yeah, that's because we can have the same camera and, like, that's use it so differently. True. And, like, the same I'm a with an artist. And you are not. Or the same with an artist and, like, literally an actual paint and paintbrush. Like, your art comes out completely different, and you can use the exact same tools. That's so good. Well, I feel like it's hard, too, when it's something that it's an you do something that people do also do every day. Yes. So, like, I do makeup. Women wear makeup every yes. day. Yes. You take pictures. You know, you do so much more than that. But I'm saying people take pictures oh, yeah. every day. So they come up, and they're yes. like, yeah, if I use that camera, maybe yes. mine can look like yours. And it's like, no, actually, like. It's like, what has God gifted you yeah, with, Yeah, exactly. It's a gift. It's. 
There's well, something I think that's like, I have two legs, but like I can't like run a marathon right now. So what's wrong with me? I mean, that's I don't true know. too. Okay, wow. We're going to go right. We're just going to hit it right on. Is that a, I feel like we say so many sayings that are not sayings. <laughs> we're going to hit it right hit it on. Right. We're the money. On. We're the money. Right on the money. Know. First question to you, Becca, that we think our listeners are going to benefit from so much. Uh, question number one, did you always want to be a stay-at-home mom? And with that, kind of share us like a little bit of your story. Yeah, so I, no, I didn't actually. Well, I, I take that back. I always thought at some point I would because I have an amazing mother. Like, mm. I'm not kidding. You this do. woman is incredible. We just FaceTimed her for like two seconds and I already got that vibe. Yeah. And I didn't even talk she's to her. She's beautiful inside and out. She's amazing. She was just Aww. made to be a mother, you know, oh. like she's, and I believe all women are and they mm-hmm. all parent differently. Like God's mm-hmm. gifted everyone to be the perfect mother for their child. Yes. But like my mom is just such a good mother. And so I think she always kind of instilled in us the beauty mm-hmm. in being able to like raise your kids and and be a stay-at-home mom and she always enjoyed it and she always made it look fun so I think somewhere I always thought like when my when I have multiple kids maybe at some point I'll stay home but I didn't want a family or a husband for a while Mm -hmm. earlier on like when I was graduating college I was ready to go climb the quote-unquote corporate ladder move Mm -hmm. to a big city like do my thing not have kids till I was like well into my 30s like I really did if you asked me that I would Mm -hmm. say you know like I'm not that's not gonna tie me down like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna I don't even know what ladder I was wanting to climb wanting to climb Mm -hmm. um but then I met my husband Mm. hey Brayden hey Brayden and everything changed I mean it just did I, I met my husband and then shortly after like had my first real encounter with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and everything changed I felt like all the fears that I had of being boxed in or all the fears that I had of being tied down mm-hmm. um it was it was literally just like flipped upside down like what I thought marriage was going to tie me down I thought marriage was going to box me in but once I got married I was it was the opposite it's it like forwarded me to do everything like it Mm -hmm. shot me forward it was like now not only am I doing everything on my own Mm -hmm. I have someone else helping me do everything and half the things that I wanted to do I wasn't even able to do on my own like and then once I got married so it like freed me to run and do all these things so I feel like it was sort of the same with motherhood like I thought I wanted to climb this ladder actually had this job and I was miserable I was like Mm -hmm. sitting at a desk and I found myself praying every day to be able to like stay home mm-hmm. once I had my first child. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I had my first child. I went back to work part-time after and have really worked up until this current season. Mm-hmm. So I just stepped into being a full-time stay-at-home mom when we had our second son, Joseph. And tell everyone how old your baby So are. I have a three-year-old Elias mm-hmm. and so cute. a seven-month-old Joseph. Oh, and they're so cute. They so are precious. the best and I think once I had Elias and I felt that love I was like okay yeah I want to be I want to be home like this is what I want to do yeah Mm -hmm. oh that's so good okay well I wrote this question and I really feel like you can speak to this because the thing about you Becca is like you you're a stay-at-home mom but you also like in college like you're you're very driven and like you were always always joked with you you're you were the alpha chi like she was always in the honors like <laughs> top of the class like, I can totally honestly, see that the thing is is like I love Becca but having class with her I remember being like oh my gosh like this yeah. is a side of my friend I never had seen she was like 
we're all like trying to talk and like just hang and chill and she'd be like she's like I raising like Hermione work. Granger status like t- answering every question <laughs> I'm like what the heck like what is happening no seriously I remember they got annoyed with me in this one class yeah, because like, I, I got I answered a question on a test right and the professor marked it wrong and I raised my hand and showed him in the book where word for word or <laughs> I had answered she's like I'm, I'm so still passionate. remembering this I had answered it right and he said well at the end of the semester if you need it I'll change your grade but no, it's kind of and my friends no it, it's rude but you at the time were like let it go you got a 95 yeah I was like but you really here's need those my five thing ways? I'm like do you know how much I'm paying to be at the school and to get like to, to get these yes, grades and to let, like this is important to me yes. you know anyway I was but a little Becca's overboard. one of those people who anything she puts her mind to she does to like the highest degree to and excellence. highest level and I do remember you you know we were roommates like best friends like I've watched you through a ton of different seasons and we always called you the mom of our friend group because you're naturally very nurturing and you care for people. But like, I've never had any question in my mind, like whatever you wanted to do, you're going to do to the highest level. So my question I had for you was in this girl boss culture, do you ever feel a negative connotation about being a stay at home mom? Like personally and also like in society? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. If I think me my even mindset before I became a mom proves that right mm-hmm. like I thought you had I had to like succeed in this other area to be successful mm-hmm. that's what was so beautiful about for me meeting the Holy Spirit and like being introduced to f- what true freedom looked like in my life but mm-hmm. yeah I feel that and I don't think people do it on purpose I think it's just like in the quote-unquote man's world and like women trying to like Gain, match up to match them. Up to them. Yeah, yeah, live up to that, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like, which I am – let me preface this by saying I'm 100% for that. Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't I be 100%? Mm-hmm. I'm a feminist. But I feel like sometimes, mm-hmm. like, with the girl boss thing, there's this connotation of you can only do that. Mm-hmm. And if you're a mom, you're copping out. Yeah. Or you're um, – Selling yourself short. Yeah, selling yourself short. Like, you're not doing the things that you were gifted to do, Mm -hmm. or you're not being creative as a a person, or you're losing your identity in some way because you're just a mom and all these things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I definitely feel that pressure to some degree, if that makes sense. But at the same time, and I've said this, I had this realization. I was like, what's the one thing that, like, women can do that men can't? Birth babies. Wow. That is the one thing. And for some reason, there's this negative connotation mm-hmm. in the world about it. And it's like, why? why? That should be the one thing we're championing because it's like the literal one thing they that can't can do. do. I know. Wow, that's so good. I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and honestly, being a mom now, like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, some days. It's amazing work, but it's mm-hmm. hard work. And so, mm-hmm. I've had to fight that. But now, I'm at the point where I feel like, I feel like a girl boss. Yeah. Like when I, f- mm-hmm. I f- really do, I feel like I have overcome that in the sense where I, I'm proud mm-hmm. to be a mom mm-hmm. and not in like a, I'm going to rub it in your face mm-hmm. kind of way, but just like I see that as mm-hmm. the highest like thing that I can, yeah. like the highest calling right now in my life. That's where God has for me. I think some point I'll go work again yeah. because I love it and I love being around people and like, mm-hmm. um, I like being around adults too, you know, mm-hmm. but I just feel like right now in this season, I'm loving it. Well, I love, I love that you that. said for right now because I think you, you're you somebody with so many different gifts that I've watched the Lord use them in different ways and different seasons. Like, one thing y'all don't know about Becca, but she went to college as an opera singer. Like, she's a phenomenal yeah. opera singer. And, like, there was a season in college where you were like, I'm going to go be an opera singer and, like, do – and you could do that right now, no question in my mind. You also have a really strong business mind, and God's used that in different seasons. I remember you telling me a dream of your heart was always to go to New York for business. And I want you to tell our listeners about – how God, like, 
yeah. answered that desire, but in a totally different way and it was so cool. So what's so funny is once I started like really, really walking with the Lord and I've mm-hmm. always like been a Christian and loved the Lord. I just had like a real encounter with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, when I just graduated college, I was like 24. Yeah. And so I kind of refer to that as like my first like real encounter with the Holy Spirit. Anyway, it just changed so many ways that I saw the Lord. And so I always did want to do that. But then once I met him, I realized I wanted a family mm-hmm. and like I desired to like start to grow that. So Brayden and I um, had our first son, Elias. And I am telling you, I was devastated. I was begging God, like, God, I don't want to go back to work. Please let me stay home mm-hmm. with Elias. Like, please don't make me leave him. I, I, I can't leave you on the him. phone. Yeah. And I had left a job in insurance that I was at full time. And mm-hmm. I literally had said to my boss, I was like, you know what? If we can make it work, I'm not going to be back. So when I left for maternity leave, I kind of saw that as like my exit out of that. And I was like, I'm not working again. I know God's going to give this to me. But you didn't know financially how, but you were really setting out. No, financially, our bank account kept getting lower and lower. I had no job and I had no childcare lined up while I was in maternity leave. Like Mm -hmm. I was convinced I was going to get to stay home with Elias. Mm -hmm. And I just remember Brayden looking at me and being like, babe, we're running out of money. And like, Mm -hmm. I I, I believe God's going to going to give it to you but like I think we need to you need to like put some feelers out and so we had decided and worked it out where I could work part-time mm-hmm. and then only pay for part-time care and then still make some money and like yes. we'd be good yes so I saw my friend post this thing on Facebook about this job at this company and it was like part-time office administration well I was like I'm organized I can do this yeah. you know I'm gonna just text her and mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want to like everything in me didn't want to, but I was like, it's wise I think to just reach out so I did she invited me in for an interview they got they offered me a job that day Oh, my word. And it was, like, three days a week and so much an hour. And I was, like, I can't. Like, I cried to Brayden. I was, like, I just can't. And and I talked to some other people who I, like, go to and I, like, need wisdom and help and prayer. And she was, like, well, you don't have to. Just if you don't feel peace from the Lord, say no. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I was, like, you know what? I just don't feel peace from the Lord. This is so amazing of you. It's such a great offer, but mm-hmm. I just can't. Mm-hmm. They called me back the next day. They're, like, hey, we were thinking about it. What if we upped it? upped your pay and only asked you to work two days a week. And wow. I was like, so they decreased, yeah, the, the time, but upped my pay. Wow. And she's like, you could afford to get, you know, something you really want for Elias and feel good about it, but then you could make more. And still in the, like, long run, get more time with him. And I said, God, if I find someone to come to our house and watch him, then then I'll do it. And literally texted, the first person I texted said, how did you know I was looking for a part-time job? This girl who went to our church, I knew, loved the Lord, I trusted her. Um, wow. Shout out to Rachel Hale. Um, and I just, I said, okay. I was like, you know what? I don't want this, but I'm going to trust you. Fast forward two years later, and I'm loving my job. Mm. I got like elevated to different, like I got to do different things. I had gone from like office admin. And by the time I left, I was literally in my dream job downtown Nashville. Stop. Like walking in a city downtown, climbing like this quote unquote corporate ladder to I could have if I would have stayed and and run after it mm-hmm. it I, never happened no I could yeah. have been leading a team at this point oh, they kept and talking having, about you and you were like I really do want to stay home I was someday and I kept saying I really do just want to stay part-time I had to say no to like full-time a lot mm-hmm. which is hilarious to me but I loved my job mm-hmm. so much so that like I almost considered staying part-time even after I had Joseph and I was like looking for part-time care and then it kept not working out and God was like I want to give you this trying to give you your prayer. full-time job or the full-time stay-at-home mom thing. And I kept being like, but now I really love it. I'm just so wishy-washy. <laughs> I, I had to remind have you. patience with me. I remember oh. you calling me and being like, I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, I'm kind of torn. And I'm like, hey, remember when I was praying with you on the phone? Like, 
three years ago about you wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, I kind of feel like the Lord's, like, opening that door. But, but you loved – but it's so cool because yeah. he changed your heart. He changed my heart and then gave me what I had originally wanted to. That's yeah. so Like, good. God didn't just change my heart and then immediately give me the stay-at-home mom thing. I was fighting working, but he was like, no, do it because this is something you asked for that you still – it's still a desire in your heart. And mm-hmm. I never want you to look back and say, wow, what if I had done that? Mm-hmm. So he literally gave me both. Mm-hmm. He When I surrendered to him, he gave me, like, being a mom. Mm-hmm. And then he still let me have the dream of being, like, yeah. in that – world you know and then at the end of the day like once I saw his way even though he's kind enough to Mm -hmm. give me my way Mm -hmm. I still like I I would I would choose his way every every day of the week and so I finally surrendered and was like now I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom and I had a day the other day where I was like I this is exhausting I'm tired you know I found myself complaining Mm -hmm. which is just awful to say but I did even though I'd prayed for it and wanted it and I cleaned out a purse and found this old journal and it was from 2015 which was like December which is the December after I had my son in that October Mm -hmm. so Elias was like three months and -hmm. it was dreams and goals for my life I had written out so this was right before I had interviewed for that job and got it so I was still praying about being a stay-at-home mom and like four of the six things it was like be a full-time mom grow my family, like pay off debt. I think like there were a lead worship. There were some other things on there. And I found it like three months ago, four of the six things that were on that list of dreams and goals, I'm currently doing it. Wow. And that's only three years later. And it was so sweet of God to be like, hey, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you that you're actually living your dreams right now. Mm, And you need to stop complaining because the very thing you prayed for, you're now cursing. And it's like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a wake-up call. So I am so proud and so thankful to be, like, in the season. I love it. And I really am loving it. One of the moment I was thinking of was I remember you calling me from New York and you'd always dreamed of, like, going on a trip to New York for business. Oh, my gosh. Working in New York was, like, my thing. And I totally missed that. I flew to New York and worked in the city. Oh for gosh. her job. With Elias. With Elias. That was the thing. <laughs> she was incredible. with Elias. Elias went with her. He so went with me. She was yeah. being a mom and doing her job. And it was like full circle of everything yeah. you prayed for. We like walked through the city and I wore mm. him on this little, wow, how did I miss that? I but, wore him on this little carrier. See, that's why you have friends in your life that can remind you of these things. I know. And I was like working during the day and then my mom had gone with me to watch him and then walking around the city with my baby at night, which I was like, that really is everything. Yeah. Wow, it's God. You're amazing. It's so good. So good. Okay, so our next question is, what are some things you have learned in this new season? Gosh, that, that's like such a big question. It can literally be like, you can, it can literally be like bullet points. Like, what do you feel like are just things that maybe in these like past three years that you've learned or... Or even just the this new season of being maybe, a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seven being months. Mom, yeah. Or being, yeah. I have learned um, to let them play and mm-hmm. let my house look like a tornado swept <laughs> through it. The Lord knew I needed to hear that. So I found myself the first, you know, couple weeks of being a full-time stay-at-home mom chasing Mm -hmm. behind Elias Mm -hmm. and cleaning up as he went Mm -hmm. and, like, cleaning up every room. And that's what I was doing all day. And I was Mm -hmm. exhausting myself. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even playing with him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, he's going to remember me doing what with him? Nothing. Because I'm just cleaning up after him and complaining about, like, the house Mm -hmm. being messy. Mm -hmm. So now what I do is I let him have his way. I Mm -hmm. let him play all day. I'm Mm -hmm. like, he's... A three-year-old, he should be playing with toys. Mm-hmm. Messes are just part of life right now. Mm-hmm. And then we put them to bed. My husband and I have this routine. And then we hit the reset button. Mm-hmm. Once at night, that's what I call it. Like reset, we take 30 minutes, power clean everything. Mm-hmm. And then, then we have our time together. So yeah. it's like when I wake up fresh in the morning, you know, like 
pour my cup of coffee. We all wake up. Mm-hmm. It's like the house is clean and I can feel refreshed. You wake up to a new day. But I know I'm not doing it all day and I'm able to like enjoy him. So that's, that's one so thing. Smart. That's so good. Because I do think that as moms, we just like we're caretakers and we want to make our home the best place possible. So yeah. I know I'm guilty of that, even with just one. So I can't imagine with two. But I'll like oftentimes... And I just like a clean home. So I do too. I'll oftentimes like run yeah. after, and I've even told Tyler before. I feel like I just ran in circles all day doing the same thing. Yeah, I just picked up all day long. Yeah, and then for what? It's like me- now so it's for them to again. go clean it for up again. Clean- yeah, here to mess-, mess it up again. Yeah, yes, exactly. So that's so good because I think so many times like, and just the analogy of that Jesus is closest to us like in our mess, and so I think just like being with our kids in their mess and just sitting with them in it is so much bigger than like fixing it right away or it, like it totally it right is away. and I, I ask myself why does why do I feel the need to do this because mm-hmm. I've been in a season in the last little bit of just asking myself questions about me mm-hmm. I don't know if any of y'all feel this way or you guys feel this way but I am kind of just easygoing and like I'll just mm-hmm. do things I can kind of be happy doing whatever mm-hmm. and so I, I haven't a lot of my life stopped to be like, what do I like? Like, mm-hmm. what's important to me? And so I asked myself, why do I care so much? Like, it, no one's even over here. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> the thing. Just no one here. can come over. And, and I just, felt like I... the Holy Spirit gently and kindly was like, you, because it's instant gratification. When you feel mm. like you don't have a lot of things you can control, mm. if you clean your house, one second it's messy, and the next second it's clean. And that is really gratifying. And you see it. And yeah. I can do it, mm-hmm. right? I know if I clean or mm-hmm. I do this, it will look better. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something God's working on with me too, even on a deeper level mm-hmm. of just giving up control. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys had like a podcast on Control issues. Control It was really good. It was really. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think even in motherhood, that's something else I've learned. So like the not cleaning up, that yeah. even to take that a step further, like giving up control and trusting, just trusting God. Mm-hmm. Like I feel more than anything, I feel like He's been like, trust me, delight yourself in me. Mm-hmm. So before I had Joseph, I was kind of anxious. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, one I figured out, but mm-hmm. like now what? And I'm. I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of good at being a mom. Like Mm -hmm. it's not been super hard for me, Mm -hmm. but I was really nervous. I Mm -hmm. was like, well, I've heard the saying like one is one, but two Two is 10 or two is 20. Cause it's like, yeah. Then all of a sudden, cause if brain's out home with you every day, which he's not, you're now outnumbered. Exactly. And I said, God, what if like, is Elias not going to feel his loved? And Mm -hmm. like all these questions, I was so scared. And I went to this prayer service and I was just asking God, I was like, how am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. I had so much anxiety. Mm -hmm. And his answer to me immediately was delight yourself Mm -hmm. in it. Like take delight in me, take delight in my word and take delight in being a mom, like enjoy your kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning Ugh, that I'm learning to, <laughs> I'm learning to take delight in it, mm-hmm. like laugh at them instead of be constantly frustrated mm-hmm. because they're not acting like an adult because yeah. they're, <laughs> they're not, three. you know. Like, and at the same time, I don't let them get away with like right. they, you know, I don't Coming Elias the walls or whatever. No, yeah. she's like, you're a good. My husband and I are love. really big on discipline, yes, like the root word being disciple. Teach yes. your kids. Teach your kids don't, what's right and wrong. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if they do wrong, there are consequences. And we're, we like teach Elias about giving him choices. You know, you have a choice. You can mm-hmm. choose to do this. But if you choose this, there is a consequence that's going to come. And yeah. it's gonna, we're going to give, you know. But at the same time, like laugh at them and like mm-hmm. delight in it. I Be think. a kid with them. I love yeah. that. It's so fun. Okay. Last question, Becca. What is something you would say – I like a word of wisdom to a sister about either being a new mom or like considering being a stay-at-home mom and maybe they're wrestling with that. What, what would be like a word of advice you would give? Yeah, that's good. I think embrace the change. 
because I think we're, we're such creatures of habit. And so I, the times when I felt myself not enjoying it, it's when I'm trying to live like I didn't have kids. Mm. And I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's not your season. anymore. It's not my season anymore. Yeah. And like, and that's a, that's a good thing because yeah. I don't want to be in the same season my whole life. That's boring. Mm-hmm. And that no growth really comes with yeah. that. Right. So I just think do your best to embrace the change and, and the emotion that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't try to like pretend like don't you're okay. If you're not, if you're down. sad yeah. and you're missing like something that you, you used to do that you don't. Let yourself have that. Take that to the Lord and then let him redeem it because he always does. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, for me, that's just been the biggest thing is is embracing the change. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Oh, well, guys, I don't know about you, but I was super blessed by this. And this is actually really cool because Amanda and I have talked a lot about one of the things we were pumped about asking our friends to do the po- podcast is, like, this is a chance for us to ask questions that maybe we wouldn't necessarily yeah. think to talk about while we're just hanging out right. in the house. Like mm-hmm. very intentional questions because we know that you have a lot of wisdom to share. And I really know that our listeners are going to be really blessed. Yeah. Cause we were, we were, Thank I you. was for sure. To all those moms out there who feel alone. Oh, there, there's one more thing. Yeah. Like find some community. Okay. Like you're not alone in this. And sometimes no. if you're at your house all day and you feel confined to your baby's nap schedule and you never see anyone, mm-hmm. it can get really isolating. Yeah. And that is like, the worst thing because then you get in your own head and you start getting sad thinking all these things and mm-hmm. yada yada find some friends or find other moms or find a community or if you're not part of a church join one mm-hmm. and find there are people to walk alongside you in this season to make it fun and mm-hmm. take some of that like burden off of you it's so true it's so, so good. true and to add to that, I feel like the other day I was talking to some other moms and we were talking about how it takes a village to raise a child and I feel like the Holy Spirit told me that moment it takes a village to raise a mom. And that's been something. I love so that. And I said that to oh them. God. I was like, that guys, get, that gives me chills. <laughs> I was like, it just hit me that it takes a village to raise a mom. Like we need each other. I'm gonna remember that for the rest of my life. Someday <laughs> we're gonna that. have uh, basically basic like t-shirts and like like little things you can hang on your wall and we're, all that. That should be one of them. We're claiming it. We're just gonna speak it out. Name it, claim it, it, cast it out. <laughs> cast the dream. Cast the dream out into, into the, the universe. Atmosphere. Yes, that's <laughs> yes, Lord. Becca, that was so good. It was so good. Thank you guys. So guys, I hope you've been just as blessed as we have with Becca's episode today. I'm Amanda. I'm Cammie. We're Basically Basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic.